When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, I'm Sai, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. On the channel, we have podcast interviews and content on all sorts of subjects, from wrestling, football, MMA, boxing, films and TV, all sorts of crazy stuff, all sorts of amazing guests, and experts, experts galore. We have a live football podcast every Monday with former Premier League player Andy Campbell, who's really recently been replaced by former Premier League player Kevin McNaughton. We also have an MMA show weekly with former Cage Warriors champion Danny Batten breaking down the uh, the MMA and boxing world. And uh, we're going to talk some wrestling today. And I'm joined by wrestling expert, journalist, writer, interviewer for post-wrestling got his own YouTube channel, support that, subscribe to youtube.com slash Andrew Thompson interviews. Custom and URL. Custom URL, brand new. <laughs> and you heard the man himself. Welcome, my friend. How are you? Doing good, man. I'm glad to be back on the podcast. It's been so long, but I mean, rightfully so, because it really hasn't been any big events taking place when we usually do these shows. So, But now it's a really big event this weekend. Uh, we got WrestleMania. As, as WWE has, has told us, too big for one night. Too big for one night. Oh, Putting yeah. smiles on faces. <laughs> yeah, that's to be, to be determined. Um, <laughs> could be terrible. But, I, you know, like, I think the matches will probably be all right. It's just, I just think the matches have got to be a different, they've got to be very, very, very good to keep your interest with no crowd. They just have. They've got to be even better. And like, you know, we'll get we'll get into the card a bit later. But like, some of the matches have got the talent to put on amazing matches. And then I look at a couple of the other matches, and I wonder whether they've got enough to to do a full match with no crowd and really hold my attention. But you know, you just don't know because they're all recorded. It's a bit easier for for the WWE to make them 
more entertaining because they can edit the shit out of him. Goldberg's going to be in a one-hour Iron Man classic with Braun Strowman, <laughs> and it'll be match of the year contender. Yeah, wasn't it? Edge was big up in his his match and in, in these interviews. He said this match is going to be hard to follow. So, hey, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that. He he bigging up and he big up in his matches like that. So we 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 gonna see. But about I'm, you want you want to know one of the matches that I think is gonna like suffer so badly from a no crowd. Like one, it's probably gonna be like one of the worst ones. Like just because it's no crowd, Otis and Dolph Ziggler. That match is going to be the shits because it like the crowd literally made this feud. They made yeah. it. That's that's why it was so entertaining. And now you don't have them. Like I'm I'm pretty sure. Like I, I, Mandy Rose even confirmed it in an interview. She said she's gonna be a part of that match. I, I'm pretty sure. Can you imagine like? All Otis and Dolph Ziggler going back and forth in the ring in front of 50,000, 60,000 people, and then they see Mandy Rose walk down. Yeah. Crowd gonna crowd gonna go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it like and she walked down at the performance center, no fans. Like it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be it's not gonna be the same, bro. Like it's it's it's, it's not gonna and be the same. And the thing is, as well, is like you could have had like a Sonya. It looked like they were hinting that Sonya Deville is working something out with Dolph to kind of push Otis out the picture and then it's like you can't even do the the Sonya reveal or turn effectively if they were going to do that because you don't have the crowd reaction to it so it's difficult same with King Corbin and, and Elias I can't see how that's gonna you know some of, these matches, right there. Yeah, some of these mm-hmm. matches though they can just be like five minutes can't they and they don't have to be long um but then there's also a couple of matches which I think will be better because they're recorded. I think The Undertaker versus AJ Styles could potentially be quite entertaining. Boneyard. Because it's recorded. Even the John Cena-Fiend match, whilst I think in front of a live crowd and as a match, it would have been probably been quite entertaining initially. Once they made it like a Firefly Funhouse match, you just don't know what that's going to be. So so um, so so now that they have it as a five five funhouse match, that meant, uh, probably means it's gonna be Cena versus Funhouse Bray. And Cena's probably gonna get the. I, I, no, I think because it's recorded, <laughs> I okay. think it'll be both. And the match is supposed to be the Fiend. It says on all the official. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's okay. So the Fiend. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I forgot. But do you remember? Um, you remember all them years of or the, all those months ago when I said they should do a thing where. Uh, he changes from the fiend to Funhouse Bray like halfway through a match, and I mm-hmm. discussed like the logistics of whether that was possible to kind of rip off the stuff quick enough. Well, they can do that now, can't they? They could do, they could, they could do the fiend and Funhouse Bray both beating up John Cena at the same time if they wanted to. They just need to use some special effects. But um, I think we see Bo Dallas. In that match, really? Oh, that, that, that's that's a new theory. I ain't here yet. Yeah, I think so. I think this will be the reveal or the the beginning of his uh, his kind of new twist on the character, um, and I think it'll go the way of being a bit of a stable. Because the one thing I think with Bray Wyatt is I think he's very creative, but also he knows that one of the biggest problems with his old character was that it got stale and they didn't change it. And I think, you know, when they remember when they let um, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, when he's, when they like, he set them free 
when they first broke up the Wyatt family, when they shouldn't have broken them up. And mm. they did these promos where they set, he set them free and they had their new characters and they went off. I think the idea behind that was that Bray Wyatt felt that the character or the or the gimmick was getting stale. Whereas my personal opinion was that it wasn't getting stale. It was just that he kept losing the big matches. Whereas now I think the fiend has been like the story has been told to finish with John Cena. So I think they've got to take it in a slightly new direction. And I think this being recorded and with John Cena is the perfect chance to do that. So I think they may go in that direction, but I can't wait to see the fiend, like put the mandible claw on John Cena, like on a kitchen table or something, something like that. It's going to be something funny. Like whack him with the, uh, that mallet. So I saw someone on, um, someone on a Facebook page said that because John Cena, you know, if John Cena was going to retire, say for instance, and this was it, I don't think it is myself. I think that especially because there's no live crowd. So he no, can't yeah, have no a way. say goodbye. It ain't but no way. He said, um, if John Cena in his mind was thinking before all this happened, this was his last ever match. They, he, this guy's just said, just have Bray Wyatt, just have the fiend literally murder him. I was like, okay, that's a bit harsh. That's but, a that, that's a take. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> but I think he meant like just like in like a snap um, his neck. Yeah, like in a horror movie type, like he did in the match with Finn Balor. Yeah, but have it finish. Finish that, it. Yeah. Still say that should have been the finish, and that could have been his new impact finisher. But um. Before we go into the WrestleMania card, obviously we didn't do a Elimination Chamber show because, yeah, it was 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 just what is what it was. Um, Roman Reigns pulled out of WrestleMania. What do you think of that? I think it was a good move on Roman's part. He did what he needed to do for his family. He literally just beat leukemia, what, two years ago? A year ago? He came back from leukemia a year ago, like a couple a couple months to this this time or whatever like that he I, I think it was a good move by him you know you gotta put his health first like obviously he waited he waited out some time because he's a he's the top guy in the company he's a company dude and he wanted to do what is right for the company but at some point you got to put yourself first you got a family you got a wife you got two kids like i'm, I'm pretty sure he it, it would be less worrisome on his mind like if he just was home with them instead of coming back and then wearing well do, do i have this thing do I have this virus? And like, and and, and it's worth like a, it's a risk on him because his immune system is not as strong. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's a good move by Roman. Like, it, like if you seriously showing him any negative energy because he decided, hey, I I, I want to live. Like, and I don't yeah. want to get sick. Like, I I I think you need to go. You know, go off somewhere. Like, is this give, give your head a wobble? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so good on Roman, man. Like that's good for him. I'm, I'm happy for him. Like he, he did his right thing, and and I'm pretty like we all know they found a replacement in Braun Strowman. I, I, I'm hoping that you know they. I, I, I don't know how I feel about him being Universal Champion after him losing five Universal Title matches in the span of a year. But you know, yeah, it's whatever. See, I um, my only negative thing about Roman pulling out of WrestleMania is that WWE should have taped a shitload of content weeks ago and they could have recorded 
Goldberg versus Roman Reigns when they did the, the contract signing. Like they had them yeah. both there for SmackDown. They could have recorded a 20-minute match, for God's sake. And I just think that Vince McMahon is so out of touch, so, like, just in his own little bubble in every way. Like, not just creatively in terms of the product that they regularly put out, um, which we'll get on to, actually, in a minute, because I want to talk about how good the promos have been since they've had to be give them a bit more freedom and it's not been as scripted but um yeah goldberg and roman reigns could have already been in the can two weeks before roman reigns was put in a position where he needed to make a decision for his family um and i believe i read somewhere that one of the reasons he ended up making that decision was that the miz was sick or he came to yeah. Yeah, I, I read that. Performance center sick. Read that in the Observer. I think that's what that's what that was. He said, "Uh, Miz came in there and like he he knew he was sick and like I guess him and the Usos like not 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 like you know get in his face, but like you know like a stern you know what the hell are you doing type thing like you sick like why are you here type thing yeah like and and that in a mean way just like you you putting everybody else at risk and. and and I know um, it was also, I think it was also reported in the Observer that uh, that that nobody in WWE has the coronavirus right now. Like I, I don't know, like if I would, you know, I, I'm like I'm not too big on banking in on reports from people's health because you just yeah, never. Yeah, it's, it's like I, I think it's like legitimately impossible to report on somebody's health unless that person you know comes out and says it. Yeah, but then confirms. on um, on the Observer radio this week or whichever one is with Dave and uh, Brian, they also said they speculated quite heavily that they think that uh, Andrade Mm. hasn't got a rib injury and has got it because he had a match with Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio is now self-isolating. So whilst they might not be reporting it, they're openly talking about the fact that the, the Miz was sick and um, they thought Andrade and Rey Mysterio have got it and this, that and the other. Um, yeah, I just think WWE have been real slow to to get their shit together in terms of recording stuff. They could have had, when they had John Cena there for that SmackDown, you know when he did the, did he do a contract signing with The Fiend? Yeah, it was. When they, or they did a promo, didn't they? To yeah, promo, uh, yeah, promo. Uh, thing. When he was when he was there for that day, they could have recorded an hour's worth of segments with Bray Wyatt, which would have had meant they could have had John Cena on the show for five weeks, four weeks, whatever. Of They just don't think ahead. Um, and I just think that it's, it's, it's going to hurt them in the long run because it doesn't look like this lockdown and this thing is going away anytime soon. And if anything, it looks like it's getting a bit stricter in some parts of the United States. Um, yeah, we um I think you and I uh yeah, we, we were talking about it um off air. Talking about how uh I think yeah it was PW Torch they reported that um that AEW completed some television tapings uh in, in Norcross, Georgia where they did uh the 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 April second episode of Dynamite and they tape if not weeks then months of content like the field, the complete two hours of TV, and then they already taped some matches. Uh, when they were they taped a, a bunch of matches when they were at uh Daly's place, 
so they can fill up like and just you know go back and forth between storylines and contents and whatnot like the 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 john moxley jake hager match is already done uh the the the, the matches to set up the uh the tnt title tournament that's those are done and the only thing left to do out of that is you know for the double or nothing pay-per-view and we don't know if that's going to take place but at least you know it's done like the tournament yeah. is done like so like they they like they they doing it the you know they did it the smart way you know i, I kind of wish wwe would have followed suit with that and just loaded like just low like bro like the, i'm talking about like the first day that y'all did those performance center shows that probably would have been my mindset like let's just Take like stuff. everything, yeah. like take WrestleMania, take Rob to WrestleMania, like take the lead up to Money in the Bank, like take everything, like and like it, like that. That would have been my mindset right there. Let's let like after WrestleMania, let's take everything leading up to Money in the Bank, and if Money in the Bank happens, then if Money in the Bank doesn't happen, then you know it ain't nothing we can do from that point. Like it, it's, it is what it is. But like if you just tape everything going into that pay- your next pay-per-view then you good you ain't got nothing to worry about you literally got nothing to worry about but like but that but that, that's all that's also a product of me and me and you like the same thing we're talking about off air like it, it's, it's no uh secret that you know people and people in AEW, even tony Khan himself it came out and said AEW has storylines mapped out like six months in advance so they already knew what yeah. they were going to do like regardless of what was going to happen they they knew what was the direction and you know with wwe we had weekly it's like a you know a shifting thing like it's like they sometimes stuff is locked in, sometimes it gets changed on the, the day of. But like I think in this scenario, like I think the main important thing is just like just taping it all the way through. Like like I said before, tape all the way to money in the bank. And just, you know, if, if money in the bank doesn't happen because of the coronavirus, then it ain't nothing you like you you try. Like and it's nothing you can do from that point. But at least you got content to hold you over for the next month because what Orlando shutting down for the next 30 days. Like uh, like like well, that's for essential stuff and i don't know what wwe falls into that you know as far as people going to the performance center to the to, 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 you know do their stuff but orlando shutting florida floor the whole state of florida shutting down and and the same thing happened with uh aw uh i think georgia's about to shut down but they already taped everything so like you know yeah i know nxt have taped like a load yeah, they, of the, yeah, the takeover it, matches I mean, nxt they, nxt yeah. did well they did well but you know surprise surprise triple h has got his finger on the pulse a bit more than than um vinnie mac attack yeah but there we go um what do you think of austin theory being the one called up uh with to replace andrade i thought that was quite an interesting choice i didn't really think much i just thought like austin theory was probably somebody that was there and he was just like, "Hey, you want to be on the, <laughs> you want to be on the show? Yeah, you want to be on, yeah, be on <laughs> WrestleMania." <laughs> like it was it's, just like, "Okay, exactly." Like it's just your shot right here. I ain't really think too much of it. It's good to see all the theory, though. But I would have rather seen. I think I would have rather have seen them shoot an angle where they were having some sort of altercation between the Street Profits and Angel Gaza, and have Umberto Carrillo turn and do what we said. I think on the the last show where you have. Uh, Gaza, Carrillo, and Andrade as a trio. I think that could be electric. Man, you want to know what I wanted? I wanted the the, the four way ladder match at WrestleMania. I wanted Humberto, yeah. Ray, Andrade, and Angel Garza. That was what I wanted, but we're not getting it, and it, and it saddens me because I thought that match was going to bang. Yeah, it's a weird one. I um, 
what have you what have you made of the TV since they've been doing it in the you know in the performance center and and AEW in the you know just in front of no crowds? Uh, for well, for WWE, I feel like the promos are like so much better. Like I don't I don't know why that's so different. Like even when, I remember when Roman, Roman did the sit down interview a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at it. I was like, oh boy, here we go, and. I was like, by the end of it, I was like, I was like, damn, that was that was good. I was like, that was a good promo right there. Like, and, and, and even with uh the one John Cena did, and the one that Bray Wyatt did, and the one that's the the one that I that I really remember is the one that Seth Rollins cut. I think it was, I don't think, yeah, I, I think it was last week. The the one he did, or, the, or this past Monday, the one that he did on Kevin Owens. I really liked that promo like a lot, and I like I don't know why. I just feel like. When they they don't have the, the 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 you know the what and and all that stuff in the yeah. background, like I think it's just the, you 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 really hear what they're saying and it hits different when you like truly paying attention. So I think the promos on WWE side have been better. I think AEW like they they just been you know AEW like doing what they do and I, I think by adding the crowd like adding the wrestlers in the crowd and having them chant and stuff like that, I think that's been a good thing as well. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's weird. I just think part of the reason the promos are better is the um I think they feel less less scripted, but also it's not the same kind of um the same angles or like same process where it's either the wrestler comes out to the, to the into the ring does a promo or oh, I hate this guy because he's done this to me and this and this and this and it's really kind of like just scripted and and unreal whereas Mm. they're doing them from the stage they haven't got interviewers necessarily asking them questions they're talking into the camera which they don't do because they don't want them they always want their people to be talking to the live audience rather than to the people at home which i think takes away from it because then they don't feel like they're having a real like they're speaking like themselves they're speaking like they're memorizing a script um however the one thing i'd say about roman reigns is he did a really good sit down in interview with uh brock lesnar uh brock lesnar a few years ago when they had when they all got snowed in um he did a, a sit down interview with brock lesnar and paul Heyman, and he did that mm. really well he's always good when he's kind of like himself and not trying to be what Vince McMahon sees him as. But like honestly when you look at like Roman like from the interviews he does, he seemed like the coolest dude. Like I don't know why they just don't let him be that. Well he he is that like for the most part now like since he came back from leukemia that's exactly what he's been is himself. But like I see what you're talking about now. Yeah they um I think all the promos but there was one from uh, who was it Naomi, um, where she I think sometimes she struggles to sometimes she sounds a bit like she's um, scripted, like yeah, like memorizing a script. But she, it wasn't but... it wasn't just her. It was uh, Bailey, Sasha, Naomi, Lacey Evans all sounded like they were just either remembering a script or falling but like Lacey Evans was very much falling back on all oh, your nasties and this and that and then Tamina came out and 
like beat them all up or whatever. But that you, you want to know it's crazy? Naomi said during the interview that she said that's one of the things that she really wanted to work on was her promos because she said she never felt like that was like her strong suit, mm. and that she always wanted to get it get better at that and like be be more of herself and not necessarily like like more so getting bullet points instead of like having people tell her what to say yeah and like and like and like letting her get to those bullet points like in a way that she was saying in real life like that she said that during the interview so that's like it's crazy that you um you know you mentioned that yeah it's just weird though because like ultimately now's these all these wrestlers have got an opportunity to show vince that look we can do promos if you just let us do promos the way we we can like some of them will be good at scripted promos some of them will be good at just you know doing it off the cuff as themselves some of them will be good at doing bullet points some of them will be good at just going out there telling them the gist of what you want them to say and letting them say just telling them they've got five minutes or whatever they're all going to be different because people are different so why wouldn't you adapt to each person so maybe i don't know let's pluck a name off this from my screen uh, maybe aj styles needs a script to to feel comfortable but then maybe bray wyatt can just go out there with a the mic and hit the points you need him to hit maybe shana baszler needs bullet points why can't all three of those people do their promos like that there's no reason why not other than vince mcmahon wants complete control over every single little word that's said and i think the characters suffer because of that did you um did, did you get the chance to hear uh brody lee's interview with chris jericho i haven't yet i've got to get around to it because i've heard buddy, it's that a was, good one buddy that was something <laughs> that was something right there like uh what, did, what he hold, what, did he hold back oh hell no nah. he told he told he told the whole nine like yeah, one of the one of the crazy, like not not to get too much into it because we got to talk about, but like one of the things he mentioned, he was like, um, what did he say? He he said that he tried like that whole time when he was sitting on the sideline, he tried so hard, like so many times to try to get Vince to like hear him out on some ideas. Mm. And it wasn't until he made it clear that he was requesting his release that Vince McMahon decided to reach out to him and start, tried to have like a 20 minute conversation, like on different occasions with him. And like basically trying to like you know what do you want you want to push what you want more money like i'm like and, and i'm listening to it and i'm like dude you wait until this dude decide to request his release for you Before to hear him out many times yeah and now that he want to leave you want to sit on the phone for 20 minutes like what like come on like come on, like that, 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 that there's no like I, like i'm like bro come on now like really and then an, another one was and this just shows you like how, how this dude is as a person, but Luke, you remember when Luke Harper came back at Clash of Champions in 2019 when he did the whole thing with uh, we came back with Eric Rowan and they they beat up Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, guess guess who called Luke Harper back to get him back into that? Get him back into TV? Get him back on TV? No. Mister Daniel Bryan himself called him and said, "I want you to be in this storyline. I want you to come back to TV." And lo and behold, that Clash of Champions, Luke Harper was back. Because of Daniel Bryan, that's mad. Isn't it? That's top, crazy. Top man, right there. Yeah. Top did man. he say? Did he say anything about Bray Wyatt? Uh, 
not 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 directly. He never like directly spoke about Bray, but he did say that like he 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 did get tired of like always being the 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 the, the background man. Like yeah, he, yeah. He, he was he was never a fan of that. Like he 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 enjoyed his time with the group. Like he never said he didn't, but he he was just never a fan of like always being in the background because he knew what he could do. Like he was like like and, and he talked about that uh that that time during WrestleMania 33 when you know everybody thought he was gonna be in that that title match with Bray and Randy, and he was like you know he he, he didn't say it directly, but he you could tell about it from what he was saying. He knew he should have been in that match. Like he knew. But like they 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 didn't they ain't put him in there. And and one thing he did say was that uh they 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 it was fascinating that they was talking about like him and Jericho, they talked about like never trying to pitch an idea to Vince while he's eating, like ever. Cause he was like he went in there one time and he tried to like pitch this idea to Vince and Vince was eating a salad and all Vince kept talking about was the dressing on the salad. Like that's all he kept talking about. And he Jericho said the same thing. He went in there trying to talk to Vince while Vince was eating a steak. And Vince was like, this is a bad cow. Like, and he like completely ignored everything Jericho said. Like, I'm like, Vince McMahon is like, so he sounds like the most interesting, like human being, bro. Like, I'm, I'm curious of like what goes on through this man's mind on a daily, like, like, yeah, he, he's he, a proper he, complex human being in there. And like, <laughs> like, like, you got this dude coming to pitch you ideas and all you worried about is this damn salad. <laughs> crazy man you know what they should do is if they if they can't record any shit like at all is they should just do like a podcast or shoot, like a, shoot, an interviews, interview, brother. Shoot, shoot, shoot interviews shoot interviews with all, uh, <laughs> all the different people and, yeah, what, what, um, what's the name uh, uh um uh they, they kind of got well, I, I, I think I think after the bill sort of told the line with that but we're we gonna see. I mean, they, they had John Cena on there. John Cena was like really, like really open. Like so that that, that was cool to see. Like John Cena, he if you got a chance to go listen to that, he 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 ain't hold back at all. So that that was cool. Like he he bet one of the things he basically said was that he don't think WWE has a front man anymore. Like somebody that's like head and shoulders above the rest. He think like everybody, like all the top guys are like the same. Like as far as yeah. like popularity, like he he said Roman, Seth, Braun, like New Day. People like that, Seamus, like they're all on, like yeah, all top guys, but they're all on the same level. Like nobody's head and shoulders above the rest. And uh, he he also made fun of his loud spat calling, which was funny. Like he talked like <laughs> you, you could hear him in the ring calling spats. And he was like he just made fun of it. it was hilarious. But yes, you, I'm gonna definitely gonna catch catch that 100. percent Um, so before we move on to the to the to the card, I um. I was interested to see that um obviously with WrestleMania now they normally do all these interviews um you know where they have they do a week of just promotion of WrestleMania normally where Boy, they have people get interviews and I was going to ask you it must be frustrating for you and, and you know and all the kind of wrestling journalists because this is the perfect opportunity for them to just set up video calls and video interviews and just have talent give like people like yourself like 10 15 minutes or whatever it's nothing in terms of the the grand scheme of things and you're promoting their show which they need promotion because there's no fans there so you know there's going to be a portion of the audience who aren't going to watch because there's no fans there and they haven't enjoyed these shows where there's no crowd 
so you want to promote it as as best you can and the best way to do that is through wrestling sites and combat sports sites but they're very begrudging in letting wrestling sites do interviews they seem to be actually more accommodating to people like my friend alex mccarthy who's actually coming on for a show next week um who obviously works with talk sport in the uk than they would be with people like yourself or with fightful or with even wrestling observer and people like this who are based in the united states in the same time zone mm-hmm. and it makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever i've got to be honest and i say that as i say that i've had a notification to see that uh, Sean Ross Sapp has just interviewed Kofi Kingston. But there we go. Which is kind of ironic that that would happen as I was speaking. But there we go. What do you think about that? Why do you think they're so difficult about these interviews and with wrestling sites? Um, I, I, I just think it has more to do with WWE, like how they, how they, how they, how, how, how the company sees itself as far as like status wise, like you don't want to be, it's like when you're that popular person, you don't want to be seen with the less than, like you want to be seen with other yeah. popular people, like, and like that, that's, you know, that's why you mostly see their talents like doing interviews with like GQ or, you know, USA Today or Sports Illustrated or, uh, you know, sites or like Forbes that. Forbes and stuff. Yeah, like Forbes that, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, you know. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I, I don't see the, the negative in, you know, them doing interviews with sites that cover wrestling news. Like, I mean, what like I, I like what would be stopping the the people who do do the interviews from asking the same stuff that we would ask? Like, I, I'm pretty sure with us being in the news cycle more, like we know more stuff than the the common person who's doing an interview with a with a wrestler, but like they could add, literally ask the same thing. That we would ask. So, I mean, I, I I never understood it, but I, I'm I'm glad to see like I, I see more sites getting interviews like with WWE wrestling, like Four and One Mania, and Fightful. I see them doing interviews with WWE wrestling. So I mean, it's cool to see. Like I'm I'm glad that they're starting to like ease up on it. But like I know WWE can be real iffy. Like sometimes like they they like they'll give you an interview with the, with a the talent and then like you try to ask again and they like completely ignore you. Like but yeah, they did like last year at Toronto. Was it? I think it was SummerSlam, or it might have even been WrestleMania. I can't remember. There was a big one of the big shows at Toronto last year. They had a load of wrestling media go in, um, including some guys from Fightful. There, um, there was a lot of rest, like proper wrestling media there. And then, like Sean said on his podcast for Fightful, that uh, since then, then they pretty much ignore him when he asks for interviews and content, and it's it's like. Such strange behavior, but I don't know. I just wanted to get your take on that because I that's, just find that's it, why I just I do interviews studio. with uh, like people from MLW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, like in, in, independent wrestlers that people really haven't heard of, like that. Like, that's why I, you know, I just do my own thing, man. Like, yeah, I mean, like, like, I can't sit around and like wait for WWE because I mean, it's like they're not the only, I mean, trust me, I would love to do an interview with anybody from wwe honestly i think that would be cool like one person who i really actually really want to interview is cedric alexander like i legit really want to interview him so i like trust me i'm i'm, I'm not one of those people that's saying like oh i don't care like I, I i would love to do an interview with anybody from wwe but like that's like they not like really locked in on 
the 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 wrestling wrestling media like that. So like I'm gonna just go with whoever allows me to do interview. Like even remember when I did the uh, the interviews with, with with Ring of Honor when I went to the their, their PR people at the show in um in Baltimore. Like is like it's so accessible, bro. Like yeah, they, the PR person they like yeah come through. You know we doing it this time this date this day come through. And like it was like literally that simple. And next thing you know, I'm interviewing uh, Session Moth Martin and PJ Black and Joe Hendry and all these. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like yeah, man. It like so, I I don't I don't I don't get it, but I mean, you know, I I, I kind of understand it in a way from a, a business standpoint. But like, I mean, what, what do you lose from promotion? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, does it? In terms of just get you know as many people as you can watching your shows and your things but again they they, they, they friendly strange. as hell with the international media though yeah yeah they're they nice they, they're real, they play real nice. accommodating to the the uk media really accommodating um which is really strange to me like no i i i kind of understand that from a business perspective as well like I mean, like, I, I wish they would be like that with us, but I understand it from a business perspective as well because it's like you want to continue to expand WWE outside of where they're based out of, which is America. Like, you want to grow, like, continue to grow, like, the the the, the, the company. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But it also doesn't look like, uh since we're talking about the UK, it don't look like TakeOver Dublin going to be happening, man. I think they already postponed it. I'm not sure if they. Oh, shit! Sorry, mate. Fucking sorry, my my yeah. Uh... I th- I think they already postponed takeover Dublin. They already did it. Yeah, man. I um, it wouldn't surprise me. There's no way it's going to be on. Um, when was it supposed to be? What date? Seventeenth. Yeah, there's no way. No way they can have that on unless no, they there's just no way with the travel as well, you know, even with the um even if they did it with no fans, there's the the travel um for a lot of the people, you know, even though it's a NXT UK show, there was a lot of people based in America who would have been coming over for it. How how far are you away from um from Dublin? Oh, it's like very short flight, less than an hour, okay. or about an hour okay. flight or something. It's um, I think, yeah, even with no fans, I think it would have been difficult for the venue to do it, and I don't think they would have been allowed to do it. In fact, um, so yeah, I, I, I they'll have to just move it to another. That was, good, that, man, that was a good discussion about wrestling media. I actually enjoyed that. That was good. Good man, yeah, yeah, it's good. I, I wanted, to, I just, it, I find it fascinating that they don't play nice. Not saying that they have to give interviews to to everyone who calls themselves uh, like a wrestling journalist or a wrestling media, but like right. you can, you can give, you can give, you can pick and choose who you give interviews to, and you can give interviews to reputable people. Um, and you, it's easy to work out who's reputable and who's not. It does. It takes about ten minutes. That's just my my opinion. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I it doesn't take long to work out who's trustworthy, who's reputable, who's out there for the just clicks, and who 
you know, and those people who are out there for clicks, they're the ones who are going to abuse the opportunity by asking inappropriate questions or yeah. questions which they shouldn't be asking. Yeah, that's definitely one thing I get. Like some, some some people don't know how to like you you like no no nobody saying that you can't ask what you want to ask, but like if you know how they are already with like that this wrestling media that we're in, like you should know. Like with stuff you can't like, like don't be hopping on the phone talking about oh when, when's your contract up? Like, come on, bro! Like, yeah. like don't don't ask no stupid shit like that. Yep. Yeah. Just, not, not like they gonna tell you anyway. Like, no. mm. it's like stick to the stick to the the stuff that content that you can use for yeah. your like channels. And people think that when you interview WWS is like. The only thing you can talk about is WWE. Like, bro, you can talk about their past. They wrestled outside of the company. You can ask about when they did Ring of Honor or New Japan. Like, bro, AJ Styles talks about New Japan all the damn time. Like, yeah. goes in depth. Like, you can talk about other stuff. Like, don't get on the phone and be like, hey, you know, when your contract getting or what, you know, what, what, what does creative have for you? Like, come on. Like, come on now. Yeah, don't be a dick, basically. No, this is what it comes down to. Um, Okay. Let's preview WrestleMania. We'll do predictions as we go along. And we'll talk, do it, talk a bit about each match. Uh, so, first up, Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. We talked about this a little bit at the start, about how we think it might suffer a bit because of the lack of crowd. Um, first, who do you think is going to win? Uh, because there's no crowd there, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think some of these matches where the the winner was probably quite telegraphed with the crowd, I actually think now they might hold off on that. Some of the some of the whether it's title change changes or victories, um, I just think oh, the only reason this match is happening, the only reason that Otis has got a singles match at WrestleMania. Is because the angle with Mandy got over with the crowd and the audience. I wonder, did they need to still go ahead with this match, really? I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But uh I I think I think they could have done without this match for on this WrestleMania. Cause like the reason I'm saying that is because the crowd was it what is it, it, it is such a uh no, such a big part of the whole thing. Whether it's um, whether you have like a Sonya do a some sort of turn, or whether you have Mandy turn babyface and help Otis, or you know whatever direction they take it, it loses a a lot with no crowd. So it's difficult. Um, yeah, I agree. I think Dolph Ziggler will probably win. Um, I wonder whether they might do an angle where Mandy tries to either help Otis or like just check if he's okay, and then that causes Dolph to win. Like maybe Otis gets hurt, she kind of goes over to check on him. He does the whole angle where he thinks it's Dolph and lashed like moved like flails his arm out or something, hurts her. Or she falls off the apron or something, and then he's kind of checking on her, and then Dolph 
you know, hits him from behind and wins just to drag it, you know, drag the angle out a bit until they can get crowds. Um, but I don't, don't know about what you think about that. Uh, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with you, you know, what you said on the, 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 the match in general. Like, I feel like it, it's, it's going to suffer because the crowd was going to be such a big part of that. Like, I'm pretty sure they probably going to pop for everything that was going to happen during that match. So now that you don't have that, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see, like, what, you know, bells and whistles they're going to pull out. I'm, pro- I'm pretty sure Mandy Rose is going to be one of those. Maybe Sonya Deville. Maybe Tucker gets involved. Hell, maybe Tucker turns on Otis. Yeah, hey, you never know. Maybe, maybe Tucker's the one who sent that text. And, and, now, that, uh, see, now, that would make me interested is if Tucker became Dolph Ziggler's diesel. That would make me interested in this match. Because at the moment, I really don't care about it without a crowd. And um, a Tucker heel turn would be so unexpected that I think that would make me more interested, at least. Good, good, good shout, my son. Um, what else we got? Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. This just seems so random. It um, is. It is. <laughs> so random. I just don't really get it. Like, I really, really like Alistair Black, and I just can't really understand why they're doing this match. Um, who's the US champion at the moment? Andrade. Andrade. Mm. I wonder whether he would have maybe fought. Um, oh, no, he was in the tag match, wasn't he? So, yeah, I just... I. I would be quite happy to see Alistair Black knock Bobby Lashley out in seconds, to be honest. But hey, I don't, hey, think, hey, I don't hey, think they'll hey, do that hey, with Bobby. We, 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 we not Bobby Lashley slandering after dating and had this black man groping all over this white woman for the past five or six months. We, 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 we not, we not slandering this brother on this podcast. <laughs> 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 the, 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 my, my man out here getting death threats, people calling him the N word. Like, come on, bro, we, 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 yeah, we, 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 give him a, we, give him a good match. They could, a, I bet you do, though, you could no, but, give him 15 minutes and they could put on an awesome match. Oh, yeah, Alistair Black should win the match. Like, that, that that's what I think. But, like, yeah, we, 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 we're we not going to slander Brother Bobby on this podcast. Man. Not, we, <laughs> we, we, that's what that's one thing we're not going to do. So. No, <laughs> we're not going to, we're not going to job out Brother Bobby, man. We, they, they already jobbed out, they, yeah, they already jobbed out Leon Ruff on, um, on, on Raw. The, the yeah. young, young Leon Ruff from Evolve. Yeah, he was done. Is he the? Was he the one? That was the one this the past one, Monday. This past Monday, the one, one when he got hit and he like completely dropped to the ground like immediately. Yeah, there was um the two the two jar like two enhancement matches which Alistair Black's had last two weeks. The selling of the. Black man, I love, I love it. So bro. good, I love it. So good. It's like a competition now. Who can sell it the best? Yeah, it is. Um, but I would not be surprised if this was a bit of a sleeper match. If it was in Impact, if it was in Ring of Honor, AEW, any other company in the world, I think I would look at this match and I would think this could be, you know, this could steal the show. Mm. Um. But in the WWE, I just don't see them getting the opportunity to do it. But you just don't know. You know, with it, again, 
with it being recorded, you just don't know what they'll come up with. <clears throat> and quite often, WWE has, when their back's been against the wall, mm. that's when their content has been better. So, you know, hopefully I, I've got, I like both guys. So I hope for something good from this match. But in my head, I've already given up on it, if that makes sense. Because I think partially because it's kind of just randomly thrown together with no, they haven't had any interaction whatsoever. Yeah. But they, they haven't spoken, you know, they haven't had one, inter, like, one, one promo, one nothing, is there? I think Alistair Black, he, uh, is, is about, this is about to be the, the launch to the, the, the mixed tag match at SummerSlam. Alistair and Zelina versus Bobby and Lana. Jesus, no, please, God, no. <laughs> I am. Um, did Rusev sign a new contract after? I, do not, I have not heard anything about Rusev. The last I heard was that he has not resigned. Mm-hmm. But we don't you know. Rusev was a troll on Twitter. So I, I, I don't really think anybody truly knows what he's done. And I don't think nobody ever will until he confirms it or denies it or WWE confirms it or deny Or they, you know, they give him the boot. And, you know, we're going to see. One of the biggest wastes they've ever had. Bro, I'm trying to, I've been saying this for so long, but do you remember when him and Aiden English faced Chad Gable, Sheldon Benjamin, New Day, and, and somebody else at Clash of Champions 2017? I think it was in Boston. And, bro, that was the loudest Rusev Day chant pop everything. I'm like, why didn't y'all put the SmackDown tag titles on English and Rusev? Like, that was perfect. Nobody's saying he had to be world champion. But you should have put that. It was Classic Champion 2016. They should have that should have happened. They should have put the titles on them. Well, they should have not only put the titles on those two, but they should have had Lana with them. Kept them baby. Kept them baby face and just had them be these super baby faces. So they were super over. And then eventually, a year down the line, if they had done a year-long run of being super baby faces, and then, the then you have either Aiden English turn or you have Rusev turn and go back to being like a killer heel Rusev, people would have cared because people would have cheered the baby face and hated the heel because mm-hmm. they were so super over. And by the way, Rusev by now should have been at least WWE champion. But you, you wanna know you wanna know it, it, it kind of backs that trope that that that's about WWE that if it's not something they plan to get over, it's not it's not gonna work out for you. Like yeah, we 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 seen that with Zack Ryder because he was over as hell. Sami Zayn. I don't really think Sami Zayn was like super old, but he, no, he, yeah, he, he got over at times. Yeah, he, he like got over at times. But, but, no, but Rusev was over like Oh yeah, God yeah, Braun Strowman. People would have bought in for him being. You remember when he faced AJ Styles at uh, Extreme Rules for the WWE title in the main event? Bro, people thought that was like I, I remember. I remember that match when AJ came off the top for the um for the phenomenal forearm and Rusev gave him the Moshka kick. I was like, oh my God, they about to do it, and they hit the one, two, and AJ hit the near fall. Like, and and this is the thing I liked about it. I think AJ he didn't have his eyes open. So you yeah. you're not usually when they got their eyes open, you probably know nine times they about to kick out. But but AJ he didn't have his eyes open, 
And I was like, bro, they really about to put the world title on Rusev. And then, of course, he ended up tapping out. I was like, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, like come on now. But, I mean, it, it's, you know, I'm... Rusev definitely was a, a was a waste of one. Like I know people say, like, oh, well, I mean, was he? You know, he was United States champion. I'm like, bro, like he could have been WWE champion, literally, could have been WWE champion. Should have been a tag team champion. I, I like, I, I legit give no WWE no pull leeway for not putting the tag titles on Rusev and English. Like, yeah. like how do you not capitalize on that? Like at all? Like. Soon as I heard that Rusev reaction, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's what we had it." Like I'm not saying you had to put the titles on them instantly, but that would have been my end goal was to have them win the tag titles. Absolutely, mate. And the thing is, as well, it's like um, they've done it with Braun Strowman. They did it with Becky over the years. All right, now they've kind of um, gone back and fixed the Becky thing. They've Sasha Bailey, all these people who've. Uh, ask uh, Oscar at some point have been super over and they've just dropped the ball. And I'm not saying that all these people should have been like the top champions, but they should have got a push. Um, even Elias at one point last oh. year was super oh, old. Super. He was, he was over. Why didn't they do anything with him? I was just thinking about this the other day. I was like, this, I, I, this is so random that you mentioned this, but like, I, I was just thinking about that the other day. But do you remember when Elias faced Seth Rollins for the IC title at Money in the Bank in 2018? I don't off the top of my head. He'll probably Bro, come back to me now. He was over. They should have took the title off of Seth right there and then just moved him up to the Universal title pitcher immediately instead of waiting till the Royal Rumble. Like, that would have been perfect. Like, and Seth was having a hell of a run as an IC champion. Like, don't get me—he was—he was the he man. Was, yeah. Seth Rollins was the man in WWE in 2018. Like, nothing but bangers, nothing but bangers. Kudos to him. But, but I it's think, not just—I I think Elias should have beat him. But it's not just about um, like babyface heat uh, as well. Like, remember when Elias was had that that where was it? I think it was in Canada somewhere yeah. when he did the promo and people Seattle. were going crazy crazy um and it's like you know they never built on that they just tried to i ain't allowed to you it's not the same it's like it's like eh now like you still get reaction but now it's like you've seen it so much yeah and there's you know it's not you know there's so many so many names where they've dropped the ball um so speaking of elias then we'll use that as a as a link the next match is um Oh, who do you think is going to win between Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley? Alistair Black. Okay, same here. Uh, next, King Corbin versus uh, Elias, which is just pre-show, 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 pre-show. It's, uh, it's all about the pre-show, bro. I don't even particularly want to talk about this match as I'm so underwhelmed by it. But, you know, we will, we will talk about it. Um, and because, again, I'll say it, because it's uh, recorded, you just don't know, you know, you don't know what it could uh, potentially be. Oh, yeah, I, I think Corbin will win. Yeah, I do too. Um, they just, I wish they'd just drop the King gimmick. And no, just, I like it. I like uh, it. I just, I like it because he he, he like he like literally annoys people 
and that's what I like. He's he's a nuisance like on screen, and like I know people legit hate Corbin, and and like the, the I know like the thing I like about him is like he's like, he's one of those like annoying heels, and like you don't really have those much in wrestling anymore. Like I know people say MJF, but MJF got a result to like fucking talking about handicapped people and shit on Twitter. Like I don't, I like I, I'm just not it. That ain't my thing. Like yeah, I, yeah. I don't like you like, legit talking shit about people that's like in wheelchairs and like you know what I'm saying like I, I ain't I ain't in all that like that that ain't my like I, I I can you know some of it to a certain extent but like sometimes I'm like all right bro like you doing too much now that's why I like Corbin better because Corbin like people just hate him just because he's Corbin so it's like you know, I kind of enjoy his his thing more and the King thing makes people irritated even more and then he always end up in the same fuse over and over and like he boast about it like you know keep crying and all like I, I kind of like Corbin more. That's kind of my. Uh, see, the one my one thing about it is, um, what annoys me about it is, he could be, he's capable of so much better. He is capable of being really good. Um, and Should I just wonder. Omega won the title. Well, yeah, that that would have been exceptional, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> That but, could, but have me, been, could have been so good. And they, just, tell, they dropped the ball so many times. I'm sad. There is no heel in this industry better than Jay White. I'm going to tell you that right now. The switch, the switchblade is the man. I, I, I disagree. What? Do you know why? Because I'm an AJ Styles mark. You, you want to know, know who's the real heel? The real heel? Ace Cast Nation. That's the real yeah, heel. <laughs> the biggest heel of them all. I um, I tell you one thing. No, you are right. Jay, Jay White is about as good as it gets in terms of uh, heel work. Um, I just... I don't know, mate. I King Corbin, he's capable. He's got the ring work. He's got everything which could be amazing and i just sometimes feel like they don't let him do enough um and i just think his promos are so often the same yeah. and i just come on like i just want them to be a little bit more creative with the things they come up with whether it's ring work or 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 promos or just just everything. I just feel like they phone it in too much. Not the talent, the the people who write the shows. I no, feel no, like no, they no. they they phone it in too much. But you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I guess it uh, is what it is. Yeah, it's just it's, it's one of them things, brother. Uh, next up, sorry, I didn't mean to clap into the microphone. Then, um. Women's Tag Team Championship match. The Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. This would have been a triple threat if there was fans with Natalia and... Uh, the Glamazon. That's the one. Yeah. Dog, I, I wish Natalia and Beth Phoenix was in this match because I'm pretty sure they won't win. I I, I wanted to see Beth and, uh, Beth and Natty... Um, the tag title that'd have been cool right there. I mean, if, Natalia is literally like the head honcho in the women's locker room, bro. Like, if sorry to interrupt you, you if the Kabuki Warriors 
lose this match, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> yeah, more uh, than I did when Goldberg beat Bray Wyatt because there's no need to take the title off him in this current climate. There's no reason for it. You're not yeah, gonna get the pop. Yeah, you're right. What's the point? You're right. Come on now. I mean, it it, and, it, it is no point in taking the titles off him. Like I don't really see it. I mean, because like you the get only no, title. like the only thing I see like them take. Taking the title off from like if like you said if it was a crowd and then you have like because because it is no question Alexa Bliss is, is is great on the mic, you know what I mean? Like I, I think that's more thing like that that's one thing that they value in her is her mic skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like y'all not gonna be in crowd for y'all gonna be in front of a crowd for a long time. So like just keep the titles on the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, there is no need no need whatsoever to change the titles here. Um and even I would say that even if Beth Phoenix and Natalia were there, I would keep it on the Kabuki Warriors. Um, and it's not like keeping it on the Kabuki Warriors is going to upset people because people like them anyway. Right. And look, you know, there's no need. It's just pointless. This should be quite a good match, um, especially because it's recorded as well. Um, again, you know, in in fairness, every single match on this show should be good. Because it's going to be edited and recorded and this, that, and the other. So there's no excuse for any of these matches to be terrible. Will they be terrible? That remains to be seen. Because it takes... Um... Oh, let me ask you a quick question. You know where I'm on uh, AEW this past Wednesday? Yeah. Um, did you enjoy or at any point get... A bit bored with the Kenny Omega versus Trent Beretta match. Mm. I mean, I, I thought it was a thought it was a good match. Like I, I wasn't like super duper invested. It was a good match though. I always like watching uh Kenny Omega and Trent. They always have a good match. I think they had a match at the um the Destruction Tour in 2017. Like that that was probably the best match I ever seen Trent in. Like yeah, I, think yeah. that, I think that's the best match of his career, like ever. Like that match against Kenny Omega on New Japan's Destruction Tour, but they they got good. They work real well together. Like it, it wasn't like I was like super duper invested to the match, but that was because I was getting like some writing done. But like I, I think it was a good match for the stuff I saw. But I, yeah, I was don't I get me wrong. It was technically fantastic. Um, it was enjoyable. I didn't get bored as such, but without the crowd, um, you can't. Did, did, did they have uh, people in? Different... Yeah, they did have you know people in the. A ringside and stuff and that does make a difference but it's no, still not the same and without that it is very very difficult to keep the attention uh, spent yeah i know I yeah know. it is hard um i'm the same way you've got to do something different and that's why when i look at this card the the matches i'm kind of looking most forward to are the matches that are outside the arena the the edge and randy orton match the ladder match, those kind of matches which are completely, uh, you know, completely different, completely just, yeah, yeah, you can you can make something exciting out of it without, uh, I don't know what the word is, without having to rely on crowd reactions, I guess. Um, so do, you, do we both agree that Kabuki Warriors should win this? Do we think they will win this? No, I think Alexa Bliss and Nikki gonna win, but I, I do think the Kabuki Warriors should retain. 
Because I think WWE views Oscar and Kyrie as heels. Yeah, which is oh. comical. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I, I, I have a nasty feeling. I also think, um, yeah, I agree with you that they think the Kabuki Warriors as, as heels, and I also think that um, they are going to try and uh, what they view as sending as many people home happy if you get me for each match oh, yeah. um because there's no crowd and because over, brother. <laughs> yeah i do think it's going to be that a lot and particularly because as we'll talk about in a minute i think in some of the the big the the, the main or the top matches i think the heels might win i think you might see a lot of baby faces winning on the the bottom of the card just my opinion though obviously um Raw Tag Team Championships, uh, Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Street Profits for sure. They are so sad if they take the titles <laughs> off. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know, I don't know, what, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something. Stamp your feet. That's yeah. what you're going to do. Go stamp your feet. Yeah, the, no, the Street Profits will definitely win it. I, I legit see no reason why. Yeah, um, the only reason, the only reason, and I even and even this, I not really convinced that it's a good reason. Is is if they're going to give Austin Theory this massive push? Because I have read a couple of places say that, um, you know, he is kind of like really, really highly thought of. So if he's going to get the rocket pack to him, then I would argue that if they had him win this um, tag team title and then you have him, uh, Gaza and Andrade as a trio and they do the... All the gold thing. Yeah, and they do like a free bird rule with the tag titles and he eventually... And they kind of swap it over where maybe at some point... Andrade loses the title and then they make Andrade and Gaza the tag team and Austin Theory the you, you, you wanna know an interesting thing. I don't think they should do that because they... I think that on this time next year I want to see Andrade as the Universal or the WWE champion. Like I I think one thing that they should like if they were if they are gonna just for conversation's sake if they are gonna you know, go all the way with Austin Theory away to to turn him into a somewhat of a baby face is to have him win the tag titles with Angel Garza and then Andrade mm-hmm. come back to the fold and like you say they do the free bird rule and like an easy way to do it would be like like uh, like you keep seeing Andrade teaming with Angel Garza in these tag matches for the tag titles instead of yeah. Uh, Instead of theory, and then like call it, like causes some dissension between the two, and then you know you eventually do a split, and like it's basically like you know we I'd use, be, I'd... we 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 used you to get the tag title, so because I couldn't do it, so you know now now there's no use for you. Yeah, man, I and I'm all about um, the uh, Austin Theory versus uh, Andrade match. That would be incredible. I would love to see that match. I'm a big fan of Austin Theory. I don't think he's ready, by the way, to have um, the rocket pack yet. But 
I do think that he's the kind of guy that they like. Um, and by the way, I got Rob Wilkins designed me some some photoshops uh, for for the, for the thumbnail for this show and one for next week as well. Shout out, shout out to Rob, man. That's a good yeah, dude, right? Cool man. dude. So dude. we've got one, which is uh, Coco Beware and Owen Hart as a tag team, which is pretty awesome. And then we've got another one, which is which is uh, me and you as um, the two guys, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon, with the fiend stood behind us, which is really good. Yeah, um, that, 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 let's go with that one because that uh, I don't know about that Coco B win or Howard. <laughs> that, that, that's that, that's a little, it's a little, it's a little racial right there. I don't, I don't know about that one. I, I, I love you, Rob. Still love you, bro. But we we can go with the uh, the lethal weapon. We we'll, we'll go with the lethal weapon. We go, we go, we go with the, okay, we go, bro. We go with the we go with the lethal weapon. I mean, it, it's the same thing, honestly. I mean, but I don't, I don't know. We, we I like that one because it's got the fiend in. But I'm you know uh, not that I'm a Bray Wyatt mark or anything. It's just <laughs> it's, I'm a mark. Um, next step, yeah, we both think the Street Profits are gonna win, uh, obviously. Uh, next up, SmackDown Tag Team Title Championship Ladder Match. John Morrison and The Miz, the champions, versus the Usos versus the New Day. So so tonight is actually uh, SmackDown, so I think they're going to the, um, make the alternate change, and I think it's probably going to turn into a triple threat, and it's going to be Morrison, one of the Usos, and one of the members of New Day in a triple threat ladder match for the SmackDown tag titles instead of a triple threat tag team ladder match because the Miz is sick. Okay. Who could they put in instead of the Miz if they wanted to? No. Uh just I'm trying to think if someone if there's like someone who springs to mind where oh yeah that would make sense. And there's there's not really I, I only think Joey somebody. Mercury Bring back Melina for the um yeah, SmackDown tag title at a match. Yeah, I don't think they're touching Joey Mercury anytime soon. I gotta be honest. But uh, I, I think um, I, I I think they give it to the Usos. I think I think it would have been so much better if they won the match with the crowd reaction. But you know, again, that's not the case we in. But you know, I I think the Usos are going to win. Yeah, I I, I... it's difficult. I don't think they want to put him on the new day again yet. Um, I don't think. I think the Miz has probably got a bit of heat, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, and rightly so. I gotta say, rightly so. In in the current climate, he should not have been going anywhere near that performance center if he was remotely sick. Um, like well, before, my wife was working from home. I was getting really pissed off with people who were going to work when they were feeling a bit rough and had a bit of a cold. And I was like, for fuck's sake, they're telling you to stay at home because they don't want you to like spread this virus around. Mm. And these people would just kept going, you know, just keep, keep doing it, man. Um, so I'm, I think he's got heat. I think even if it's just heat from the boys, um, Roman Reigns has got some pull. He would have been, you know, he would have voiced his displeasure at the very least that Miz came to work uh, sick. So I think 
for that reason. I think if 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 the Miz wasn't sick or hadn't come in sick, I think they would have kept the titles on them. But I think the Usos is the right call anyway. Uh, what's next, my friends? What have you got? Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. I did, I, match I, I, match I, of the night. I don't know why, but I feel like this match is like a banger. I don't like. I know it's already taped, but I, I feel like they probably killed it. Like crowd or no crowd, like they were gonna kill it. Yeah, me too. Kevin Owens is um the kind of guy who will still take a crazy, especially since he's been a baby face. Um, if you watch his matches since he's turned full blown baby face, um. Like his pay-per-view matches since he's been mm. full-blown babyface, he's taken some freaking crazy bumps, um, and I think that he'll take some sort of crazy bump to win. Um, that's just my guess, though, obviously. Um, but I just think that these two will want to steal the show with some real, like when you've got like Edge and Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre and Goldberg on the card and. All these like bit Undertaker, John Cena, those are the kind of guys which these two kind of grew up on. Um, apart from Randy, obviously, and I just think that they're the guys that they want to really go out and steal the show uh, on the card, which those people are on. Um, again, just my opinion, and I just think of all the matches, the of all the just straight up matches. This is the only one which really, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, I'm, I'm super interested in Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Um, I don't really know who, 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 who should win or who, you know, I, I don't really don't know. Like, it's like a hard choice because I mean, you could really go either way, and I, I really don't have an issue with either one because I feel like you can continue the story with either one winning or losing, regardless of what happens. Um, I think Kevin Owens will win simply because they can tell a story that uh, kind of Seth Rollins, you know, didn't have his backup and this, that, and the other. And then whenever they do the rematch, he can have Buddy Murphy and um, which one's injured out of Razor and Aikam. Uh, yeah, Razor's injured. Oh, he's such bad luck. Um, they got a torn pick. Because they've been really good since they came back as well. Every time they seem to get like positioned for a big push, one of them gets injured. I feel for them. But eventually, you know, Vinnie Mac, he'll get that that shit won't fly. Getting injured. He sees that as weakness. Hmm. Um so yeah, I think I think Kevin Owens will win this. What about you, my friend? Um, uh, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go Kevin Owens. Wow, this is incredible. We've agreed on like every single, um, every single outcome so far, which means they're all gonna be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Intercontinental Championship, Sami Zayn, the Liberator, Sami Zayn. Versus Daniel Bryan. Um, I think this match would have been a banger. Yeah, I think this is going to be fantastic. However, 
I want I would be I'll be exceptionally exceptionally disappointed if Sami Zayn does not win, even though I think that uh, Daniel Bryan will probably win because I feel like they're going to go down the like I just said about the uh, what's it called uh, baby faces winning. I just feel like that's the way they're going to go. But I would like to see Sami Zayn be built up. Um, and also, like you said, um, was it what Bree said? Yeah, you um, got an uh, autoimmune disease. Yeah, so I'm in no no rush at all to see Daniel Bryan rushing but, to hey, but, performance centers to, to do shows but in the next months. Daniel Bryan did say on, on that podcast that his contract is going to be up around the time that Brie Bella gives birth and he has not resigned. So that is very interesting considering WWE is not doing well that we don't know what the future holds for, for any wrestling promotion, honestly, but specifically speaking about this, Daniel said that around the time that Brie Bella either before or after she gives birth, his contract expires with the company. So that's going to be interesting. Cause I, cause he said that he literally said during the interview, he said he thinks he's done being a full-time wrestler. Like he's done with that shit. Like he wants to be, home well it's yeah. weird he said the it's, one thing that he really wanted to do was you know when he said he wanted to be a part-timer he means like you know once a month twice a month like come in for like big that. shows big shows like and i'm pretty sure like I, and of course we, we speculated on this before like just like us separately with daniel bryan because he you know when he had that whole situation when uh, before all in, but people thought he was gonna, uh, you know, not resign, and he ended up resigning, which I think was a good move for him. Um, yeah, absolutely, personally. But you know, now it's at a situation where let, 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 let's say the independent scene get back up. There is so much stuff that he can do and survive financially, and then like, I I, I think it would be less, uh, like less worrisome. About the Bellas' relationship with WWE, if Daniel Bryan were to go to, you know, go back to the independent scene instead of like going to something like AEW, because I, I think that would like cause some issues. But I think if he would just go back and just do shows on the independent scene as he sees as he sees fit with his own schedule, I think that would be like crazy. And can you imagine like the buzz that would bring to the independent scene and the money oh, that yeah. he would make? Oh, boy, yeah. he, I swear, if he went back to the independent scene. He could charge whatever the hell he wanted. I probably should these promoters would pay him just to get him on the show. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, the only thing I would say is I wouldn't be surprised to see him do what Jericho did, um, where before he signed for AEW, where he went to New Japan, came back to WWE. So I wouldn't be surprised if he did like a like an independent run. Maybe he did like a you know like an appearance in New Japan. And then came back to WWE for like a SummerSlam program or, you know, one of the big show programs. Um, but then equally, I wouldn't be surprised to see them give him like a Brock Lesnar schedule of like. Oh, yeah. You, 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 three know, you million, know. Three million a year and just come in once a month, do some angles. You, you, you know, Dan, well, they're going to do whatever they can to get Daniel Bryan to resign. Like that, 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 that that's a dude you do not want to lose at all. Yeah, and they should as well. So, you know, he's still one of the best wrestlers in the world. So. Like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure like they're gonna probably throw the bank at him, and rightfully so. But 
Like the, just from how he was talking during that podcast, he said he doesn't want to be a full time wrestler anymore. So, but he said that um, when he came back from his injuries. That yeah, but I, I mean, I mean, I mean, when you, I mean, when you factor in him having a second kid, and then him already doing what he. He he, I'm pretty sure he already got that bug out. Like when he first came back, he wasn't you no, know, he probably had the wrestling bug, wanted to get that out of the way. He won the WWE title. He was champion for like what? What two he won the title like in November of 2018 and held it until April and dropped it to Kofi. Like he had a I, I think his run was like real weird at first when he first came back because they put him with big cast and it it, 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 it wasn't working for Great. me. Yeah, and and then they had him him and Kane win the SmackDown tag titles. And then like he that that's when he turned heel. And I think that was probably one of the best runs for him in WWE outside of his lead up to WrestleMania 30. But I mean I I I, I don't me me personally I don't think that he will actually be I think WWE gonna do whatever they can to keep him. It, it, I, I just think it would be cool if he did go back to the cool. independent thing. Like and he went back to you know compete like for a black label pro or a AW or you know GCW, like just to, you know what I'm saying, just to get back. And I think it would be cool if he did it. And I'm pretty sure like the money would be fucking amazing that they would throw at him. Oh yeah, yeah. It would be it would be cool and it would be a, like a breath of fresh air for the independent scene. But equally he, if, like also if just WWE to add real quick. offers him like three mil or whatever to come into work once a month and he stays at home with his family for the for the other 29 days um as as a father myself like i find it very difficult to believe that he's turning that down right and no but just also for like just for the sake of speculation can you imagine the amount of people on the independent scene that would want to work with him oh god yeah the matches would be insane um all right but then all right so i'll flip what i just said there that was a good that was a good talk yeah man but i'll flip what i just said where you know i find it difficult that to believe that they, they, that he would turn down that amount of money for that schedule, in that uh, Daniel Bryan is not short of a few few uh, few bucks. He's made very good money for WWE as a top guy, and he is also not a person much like Matt Hardy, who is just driven by uh, the financial side of it. He is just as much driven by the creative side um, and having his kind of creative juices satisfied. So if he feels that he can go and work New Japan, Black Label Pro, MLW, wherever, Ring of Honor, and work some big names who take, you know, really take his fancy, like a Zack Sabre Jr., for instance, I know he's talked about working with, if he can do that and still make good money, then I think he'll do that. He, oh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him do that either. Give me ZSJ versus Daniel Bryan any day, bro. Oh, any shower. Any day. Any oh, day. Oh, sure. That'd be amazing. Uh, so, do we think he's going to beat Sami Zayn? Mm, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I, I I never really seen them making Sammy a priority, and like I I don't get why they would do it now. Yeah, so. why start now? Yeah, but so it's I like do, I do like his little stable, though. I got to be honest. Yeah, I, I like the stable too. If you could add one person to that stable, who would you add? 
Apollo Crews. Get him on TV. What about, what about Eric Rowan? Nah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Ain't going to work. But what, I like about it, what I like about it is, um, not I was joking about Eric Rowan, but what I like about that stable is they're all really good workers. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, like an Apollo Crews or a Cedric Alexander, I feel like they would have been really good. I actually always thought Daniel Bryan was a fantastic uh, fit for the stable, but I can kind of understand, you know, they. I like what Bryan doing with Drew McIntyre. Okay. Uh, sorry, mate, I just lost my place. SmackDown Women's Championship Fatal Five Way Elimination. Elimination. This match is going to be long. Uh, it's Bailey, the champion, versus Sasha, versus Naomi, versus Lacey, versus Tamina. Tamina, strange choice. Uh, I mean, Carmella's on quarantine, so and 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 not, not in a bad way. She just staying safe. So I mean, yeah. I don't really see like uh, you know. I, I, I think you just you had to get somebody in there, and you know, they got somebody in there. So, Lana, uh, Lana's on Raw. Is she? Oh, yeah, of course she is because she's been with Bobby, Big Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Big Big Bobby. Uh, but I, I I think what everybody's expecting is you know everybody's like you know looking for the Sasha Banks Bailey. Eventual match, but I don't. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. That ain't happening. They ain't so, going to waste that turn on this. I don't think they might so, do like um like a miscommunication. Oh but yeah, I definitely. I don't see them doing the full turn on this show. I think. I think. Um. I think either they. They. I think either Bailey retains or Lacey Evans wins. Yeah, I don't see any other. Real outcome. What other than I would like to see? I just I either Bailey or Lacey. I, Lacey can't see, I don't see any of them winning, other than if they were going to swerve people, I maybe Tamina as like a complete swerve because mm. I've heard that she's looking to retire relatively soon. Or I've like I've heard a few like whispers and tweets and stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if they gave her like a short run as a champion as like a kind of like farewell or thank you sort of thing. Mm. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, the main event of the whole weekend, Firefly that, that, Funhouse. Real quick, that, 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 that's something I do right there. Be like, oh, yeah, that, that, she, put, she pulled the John Moxley. She was like, uh, yeah, I'm about to retire. Get the get yeah. in. So John Moss got out of his contract <laughs> to mean to mean to get that get that uh that title push. Get that send off. <laughs> get that send off, baby. Uh the Firefly Funhouse match. John Cena versus the fiend Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt needs to win this match. Oh my he, god, he, can you imagine they put John Cena over again? With me and you got to do an immediate podcast reaction. So solely on the match. Just on that match, yeah, we'll just like proper like rant 
I, I can't, I just can't even fathom that that would happen. So, um, I look, I'm quite, I'm quite looking forward to this just to see what they do with it and see how creative they come up and see what they can create and see. But like I said, I think we might see Bo Dallas. Um, who else might we see? Do you know? I think we uh, might see, see the, the beginnings of a stable, even if we don't see the whole thing, but just a few little Easter eggs or hints at maybe a a fiend stable. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think um, uh, that we're gonna see like some 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 cameo appearances, like we see like uh, Teddy Long in the kitchen or something like that. Holla, holla, holla. Like why Bray Wyatt beating the hell out of John Cena? So, I th- but I think Bray Wyatt gonna win. It 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 really shocked me if Cena, if Cena did. Yeah. I mean, if Cena does win, which I don't really think is gonna happen, I think that would just completely defeat the purpose. And absolutely of doing this match again. Yeah, and and then that, that Cena doesn't seem like the type of dude like who's coming back to get a victory. Yeah, or make so, him make the same mistake twice by. Exactly. Screwing Bray White over. And, I mean, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna debate you on this because we agreeing too much. So, look, I know people were unhappy that John Cena beat Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania 30, but it should have happened. It should have happened. It, it is what need. It is what needed to happen. He needed to be Bray Wyatt because look, Zai, even if Bray Wyatt would have won, right? Let's say he won, and Bray Wyatt goes on to be world champion Bray Wyatt was going to get squashed by Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam that year anyway that's what happened to John Cena he won the money in the bank that year I believe and that's when he had that squash match with Brock Lesnar where Lesnar just beat the hell out of him and won the titles so I would have preferred honestly if Cena beat Wyatt at Wrestlemania and Cena took that L at SummerSlam then it happened in the Bray Wyatt because can you imagine the reaction if that would have happened to Bray Wyatt, like if he would have, oh yeah, it would have been a her- her- horrific. Zero offense on Brock Lesnar. People would have been, oh Bray Wyatt's buried. He's never coming back. Like some some things things happen for a reason, and I think that was a good thing that he didn't beat John Cena. Because I mean, if you beat Cena at that point, then you might as well go ahead and have Bray Wyatt win the world title. And and he and it seemed like all the destination was Brock Lesnar at the end. So can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine yeah, Bray Wyatt just completely jobbing out the Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam 2014? That would have been the end. The end. There would be no fiend. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was more pissed off about Bray Wyatt losing to The Undertaker at WrestleMania than I was to, oh, yeah, that, that was to John Cena. That, that was, was just stupid. straight up bullshit. Undertaker just lost the year before. And especially because no, he had lost the year before and The Undertaker didn't turn up for any of the build-up. Bray Wyatt carried the whole feud. Then he did some incredible promos. That if you go back and watch the promo, the go home promo from I think it's the Raw before WrestleMania that year, Bray Wyatt cuts one of his best promos ever. It is incredible. And then this old motherfucker turns up <laughs> and beats him in like ten minutes. Gives him nothing. Yeah. Tombstone. Yeah, tomb- one tombstone choke slam. It's old, man. And did it 
but you know destroyed the rest of the white family at the same time just bullshit um yeah i, I think the fiends winning this when fiends winning this um the reason i think that we might see the the beginnings of a some sort of like stably type thing for the fiend i think that they bray wyatt will want to avoid the character becoming stale so we all want to come out of this match with something completely different um and the fact that it's like a funhouse match means that like everyone speculated that the different characters in the funhouse um represented different people you know represented could represent real people as well as representing you know different aspects of bray wyatt's psyche and character um so if you wanted to ever do that now's the time isn't it, to do you do if, you, if you're ever going to do that you do it now when you've got this fun house match about to take place um but we'll see uh the undertaker versus aj styles in a boneyard match i'm assuming they're going to put the fun house match on one night and the boneyard match on the other night i don't see them putting them both on the same night do you think yeah i, th- I think that's accurate uh who's winning aj or the undertaker aj Ooh. you want aj i i'm gonna uh, go I know a lot of people were speculating about like the Undertaker saying he was gonna bring the Holy Trinity with him to, I guess, combat Lou Gallows and Carl Anderson. So if that is actually a thing, I'm interested as to who Undertaker is gonna bring. He about to bring back Kane and I. I see. I would have thought it would have gonna be Kane and Alistair Black. Kane, Kane Big Show. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> I'd like if Alistair Black didn't have a match with Bobby Lashley earlier in the show, I'd think Kane and Alistair Black probably make the most sense in terms of either character or links to the Undertaker. Now, but, now real, real quick, AJ Styles did an interview and he said his that that Boneyard match was not the original plan for the for the for their match. So, do you think it probably was going to be that tag team match with him, Gallows, and Anderson versus Undertaker and? Alistair Black, you think that was the original plan, or you think the original plan was a singles match? I think it was probably the triple uh, the, the handicap the, tag team. Yeah, the six man tag match or handicap tag match. Um <clears throat> and then I think once they knew they could record it, they, they just went ahead to change yeah. it because they could work that, new, that makes a lot of sense in seeing as how Alistair Black is in this random match now. Yeah, that, well that, that, that 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 do kind of make sense. I I do probably and that, now that you say that I do kind of think that probably was a direct. I, I think that would have been good, like Undertaker and Alistair Black versus yeah. Gallo. Because I mean, uh, Alistair Black obviously, Alistair and AJ obviously could have carried that match. And then you got Lou Gallows and Carl Anderson. And I think Undertaker could have came in for you know for the big stuff and you know they hit all his yeah, signatures and sent it home. And you know that WrestleMania entrance of the Undertaker and Alistair Black together would have been epic. They would have come up with some uh, like creative way for them to come in together and you have need, this big, huge WrestleMania entrance. You need Alistair Black uh, on the back of Undertaker's motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do. Do you think he's gonna be the badass Undertaker rather than the dead man? It. I, I, let me tell you something, bro. If they waited 
until where nobody was at this WrestleMania to bring back the American. I'm turning it off. Turn especially it off. in a, especially in what's effectively a buried alive match. Yeah, but I'm I'm like, Seems bro, pointless. people have literally been waiting for y'all to give this man the the American badass or big big evil character back. And people they they just ignore it. Like even that, they waited until Matt Hardy left WWE to give Jeff Hardy no more words back. This is stupid. <laughs> um, no Jeff Hardy on the show, by the way. It don't 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 waste that 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 first reaction to no more words to this to nothing. Yeah, well, he was on SmackDown, wasn't he? And he came but, out. But, but he, no, no, he came out to the regular Hardy Boys thing. He like he he he, he, he yeah he, he just got no more words back like last week. Uh right, okay. He, he he confirmed it. He said they gave it they gave him back. No, I thought he was on WWE backstage. No, no, he, he was on the he was on the bump and and, and announced that. that he got he said he, he, that. He, no, 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 he 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 was on backstage, but he that he got asked that during the QA after the show. Like they, they did the QA session and somebody asked him uh would you like the theme oh, back? Right. And he, okay. he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he got on the bump, and then he said they confirmed that he got the theme back. And I'm like, why Why couldn't y'all give him back three years ago when he, you know? I mean, I know he was still with Matt Hardy, but, like, Jeff Hardy was U.S. champion. Like, why y'all ain't, you know? Mm, they wasted, mm-hmm. wasted, wasted Matt Hardy. Um, last man standing, the edge, the edge, the edge, edge versus Randy Orton. You you heard you heard what he said in the interview. This match gonna be hard to follow. Do you think this main event's night one? Nah, I I, I think uh, the both title matches, uh, WWE and Universal, are going to main event uh, both nights. Nah, no way. Goldberg versus Braun Strowman's main event in any, any night. It'll All either right. be it'll either be it'll, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre will main event one. And then the other one will either be Edge versus Orton or Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go Becky versus Shayna. No and, way uh, Braun Strowman Drew versus, Brock. versus Oldberg is going to be. <laughs> no way. Not having that at all. <laughs> no fucking oh, Oldberg. He's, that's, he's just. Ugh. Just makes me sick. I I, um, I I can't wait for the one-on-one confrontation between Ace Cast Nation and, and Goldberg face to face. Yeah, he's too scared to come on my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'd ask him the real questions. <laughs> Why'd you be defeating at Saudi Arabia? Yeah, I, I would love to know like the if the decision was purely just because they didn't want Roman Reigns to be booed. But then, I, do you know what I was thinking the other day? If the only reason was that they didn't want Roman Reigns to be booed at, at WrestleMania, specifically, why wouldn't they have slotted in? You could do, like, the winner of John Cena versus The Fiend on night one could face Goldberg on night two. I mean, I mean, because I, I, I don't think they have a plan on doing a two-night WrestleMania. Yeah, no, no, but I mean, when Roman Reigns pulled out, you could have done the winner of the Fiend. Uh, John gets. I, I mean, but, I mean, remember when Roman pulled out? They already had all that stuff taped, like the contract signing. It was too late for all that shit now, like to mm. change the storyline. 
I'm assuming like, they're going to do some sort of angle because they still haven't announced it uh, officially. Oh, oh yeah, Ro no. Triple H did an interview on Ariel Hirwani's show and said that Roman Reigns is going to get pulled from the storyline in a, and I quote, unique manner. So I'm guessing that's tonight because they don't really have any other way to do that. So Roman's going to say, "I'm not finished with you," which will be quite funny just to hear him say that again, and then yeah. th throw. Roman Reigns through a window or something. I think I think it would just be easy if you just hit, put the video up of Roman saying that he wasn't going to be at WrestleMania, but that's just me. Yeah, but then you got to like find out a way to. I don't know. We haven't seen another video to decide no. Braun Strowman, like why Braun Strowman. Yeah, that's Whereas true. If you have Braun Strowman attack Roman Reigns, you can have Goldberg cut a promo saying. I'll fight you for, you know, like whatever, some, some bullshit from the old man. Um, <laughs> who's going to win Edge versus Orton? Edge. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so disappointed he's not going to be able to get his big power through. Yeah, I think the only thing. There's like one little part of me. There's a couple of matches where I feel like this, and this is one of them, where I wonder, I do wonder whether they'll have Randy Orton win in like some dastardly way, like handcuff edge or, or like pile a load of stuff onto him or like so he can't get up to prolong it so that Edge yeah. can have that match in a in front of a crowd yeah like a cage match or yeah you know, do something i can see that i can see that you know just i don't know they there's quite there's some they've come up with some creative ways to finish last man standing matches um over the last couple of years so you know could you do that uh rhea ripley versus charlotte flair hmm uh and go Rhea, and then Rhea drops the title to uh, Io Shirai. Oh, that'd be good. I I would love that. Because because I, I I I can't see Charlotte standing in NXT. Like I mean I, I could see it, but like it, I, I don't really see the point of her. I mean I mean you 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 can ever be Rhea Ripley and then ever drop the title to Io Shirai because I think Io Shirai is gonna win that ladder match. So I mean I I feel like if it it it'll be a good win of the Io's belt if she took the title off Charlotte, but like. When would you do that match? Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. It's difficult in the current climate. I think I think it'd just be easy to have Rhea be Charlotte and then, you know, have AO take the title off Rhea. Yeah. And yeah. WWE, WWE better prepare for the Bianca Belair fans because they will not be happy about this at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is uh, she is popular as well. Um, yeah, I think I think Rhea Ripley wins. Um, should be a good match though. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm actually very interested in that match, honestly. Um, like Charlotte Flair normally has pretty good matches at WrestleMania. Um, normally, uh, Royal Women's Championship: Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. She better choke out Becky after all this. Otherwise, it is a waste. 
Yeah, I, I think Shane will go. I, I honestly like if if the, like if this coronavirus thing, you know, if it, if it didn't come about, I think the proper thing would have would the proper thing to do was to have Becky go like just go away into like SummerSlam, like keep her off TV, like let her go home. Like yeah, dude, she, she worked an insane schedule for the bro, last year. She's been on a hundred since last year around this time, like. And surprisingly, people are still behind her. But I think either she, I think people are just ready for a change. Like, yeah, yeah. Get, like, bro, get, give Shana the ball, let her run with it, and then like have Becky come back at like SummerSlam. Like you, so, like sometimes I think WWE need to realize like you got to make the fans miss somebody, and they ain't gonna miss them if they're on TV every damn week. Like, keep yeah. her off for a couple months, let her go refresh herself, and then she come back fresh, and then get a rematch. I agree completely i um and i also think that like in order to have uh other people on the same level as how they view the horsewomen you've got to have some you've got to push the other people and you've got to have them win that big match um so you know shana has to win this match she has to win it clean and then I'd like you like same as you. I'd like to see Becky get some time off for a while, because um, she is literally she's on everything. She works on know, interviews everywhere. Yeah, she's doing everything. Give her the girl a break. That's what I say. Um, okay, what else we got next? Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. Goldberg. I'm going Goldberg. It's a tricky one. You, you, it ain't, uh, no, this man has lost side. This man has lost five Universal Championship matches in the span of a year. You think I'm believe? You think that I'm gonna believe that they're gonna believe in Braun Strowman now? All of a sudden, I mean, I, I, I could see them doing it just for the switch sake, but like, bro, it's too late. It's too late for people to care. Like, I, I can see them still doing it, but I'm talking about like as far as crowd reaction when they do get back in front of bro, like it's bro this should have happened three years ago I just think I agree with you by the way it should have happened years ago um I just I just something just hit me then like everyone's assuming that Braun Strowman will be responsible for Roman Reigns not being in the match from a storyline point of view right but what if they embraced heel Goldberg and had Goldberg do something to take Roman out. And then Braun Strowman kind of steps up mm. as the, not the savior, but like the, no, that'd be cool. I, I wouldn't mind that. That's a good idea. But then I wouldn't be against having the, uh, the old Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns feud. We've revisited with heel Braun. But do you run the risk that the, the audience picks Braun over Roman? Um, have they killed Roman? Have they killed Braun enough that people would cheer Roman definitely over Braun? Well, if they if if Braun wins the title, I mean, and then they uh, do Braun versus Roman. Like, have they killed uh, Braun enough that people would cheer Roman? Because I, I, the last I, I time def- they did the feud. 
I, I, I definitely don't think that Braun's momentum is where it was those years ago when he should have been one should have won the universal title. But no, I, 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 I still think that people would cheer him over Roman. I don't know why. I, yeah, I, I really do just think that they would choose him over Roman. Yeah, I do too. Um, I do think, I just think they want to get the title off Goldberg, um, which is the only reason I think they might put it on Braun. Um, you know, it's clearly not the plan, but I just don't think they want that title on Goldberg. You know, it was a short-term thing to get it off Bray and on to Roman. I just don't see them doing that. Um, but the other thing is people seem to be forgetting if Goldberg is like, what, 50? 50, 50 something? Yeah, 55? Yeah, he shouldn't really be out, um, you know, in the current climate. Don't do that, sir. <laughs> He shouldn't be, should he? <laughs> Same <laughs> as the Undertaker shouldn't be. Okay, all right, you fair right. I'm about to say so. You an asshole for real. <laughs> if you about to, if you well, about no. to leave that as your explanation. No, no, no. I just mean that, like, from a, no, from no, a business I, I, point I, I, of view. I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The WWE doesn't want to have a load of titles on people who can't come to their shows to drop them. Like now's your time to get the title off these whoever whether it's goldberg or brock or whoever you need to get the titles onto people who are most likely to be able to work your shows regularly is what i would say um so like brock lives in canada isn't going to be able to travel to the us at some point when the full lockdown comes which will probably happen even if it's only for a short period of time it will probably happen at some point. So it's just trying to be like them trying to think of it in advance, not after it happens. But, you know, whatever. Um, I think they'll put it on Braun. The Braunster. We're going to see. We're going to see. Uh, but you want to know what? Guess what, Sai? Si? What, bro? You're next. No. <laughs> I love trolling you about Goldberg, bro. This is hilarious. I I I I will forever, forever cherish that clip. Um, but when I pulled up him a universal title and then he won it previously on Ace Podcast Nation. Before you end the show, one last yeah, thing. Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, greatest clip ever you mean that that clip yeah greatest clip ever bro greatest clip ever oh yeah i I wanted to get your thoughts about uh about this i I know you probably know that the uh the nba shut down Mm -hmm. uh, i mean what what do you think like just like just off topic wrestling real quick just give people some like a little bit of variety while before we wrap up uh, what, what do you think about the NBA? So this is what they did. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you, you you know what NBA 2K20 is, a video game, right? I'm pretty sure you yeah, know yeah. about that. So what they're doing is they struck a deal. Well, they already had a deal, but they set, a, set up another deal with ESPN. And what they're going to do, they're going to have players on, on players in the NBA 
play games at NBA 2K on ESPN live stream, like and, and have them like play out the schedule, stuff like that. Like I, I think that's actually like a real like since since you can't like really do anything, I think that's like a real good alternate. And it, I, and I'm pretty sure people are going to tune in. And I, I'm interested so, to see like actual viewership for that. With that, will they like whoever wins get the the like the title oh, no, no, it, it, it's just all funny games yeah 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 i think that's cool i think they should do that for the premier league as well um that, that would be cool for fifa not like for fifa 20 i think that'd be that'd, yeah that'd be awesome mate. that could create like and, and then at that you could have like the camera set up so people could actually see the players and stuff like, I, I think that'd be cool yeah that's what you do though isn't it you got to try and find ways to entertain people and to create content so that's how you do it is you come up with ways to, to to create content and entertain people but some companies are a bit further behind than others when it comes to that but there we go um but uh, so just to finish off last one uh wwe championship match brock lesnar versus drew mcintyre uh honestly i i, I can see either one honestly i, I can I don't know why, but I can see Brock retaining just for the simple fact that I think Drew McIntyre's title win was gonna be such like a crowd-based thing, like that genuine reaction, that nice moment. Like I, I can actually see Brock winning and then Drew winning it later down the line. But I don't know, but I, I read this like I told you all. I read this interview with Drew McIntyre's dad yesterday, and I was like, oh my goodness, that 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 man, that man loves his loves his young, mm-hmm. his young. He he loved him from Drew McIntyre, from Drew Galloway. But yeah, it was like I. I I mean, like, I can really see it going either way, but just for the sake of picking one, I'm going to say Brock. Yeah, I think Brock, um, as much as I think the plan has been Drew all along, I think yeah. Brock makes the most sense because Drew winning it without the crowd doesn't mean the same. Um, and, you know, they could bring out his dad and they could do all these different things to try and create the emotion, but it's not the same. Yeah, but his dad can't even get into the country. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so they can't really create that emotion. Yeah, and and, I, and that's when the interview again, his dad said they were bringing like his brother, you know. And, and oh yeah, Mag- they brought all of them. Wouldn't they? Drew McIntyre, his mother passed away a couple of years ago, I think, or some some time ago. But mm. his his dad was gonna yeah, his dad was coming, his brother was coming, like the whole the whole family, mostly were gonna be there. Drew's wife. Like they, they, like everybody was gonna be at WrestleMania in Tampa to see him, you know. And 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 I'm pretty sure you know. Normally, when when you fly the family in, nine times out of ten, that means that you know the change is coming. Like even when, yeah, I remember when the Street Profits won in Brooklyn, and then earlier that day it was reported that Bianca Belair was coming in to Raw, and like yeah. that, 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 like that's when you kind of knew, like, yeah, they they win the titles because they fly the you flew uh, flew the family in. Yeah, it was obvious that it's obvious then. Um I think Brock wins. I think it just makes the most sense to, let, to prolong it. Let, let me you ask know? you this. So what I would have him do, sorry, I would have him I would have Drew hit the claymore and then I'd have like Heyman pull the ref's leg or something, and then Drew get dis- distracted and Brock like kick him in the balls or something, like completely screw him over in his big moment. Right, so that you can then do it, and as soon as you can do it in front of a crowd, you do it, and you that, do that, it. That, that's what I was about to ask you. I was about to say, so since we both think that Brock might, 
uh, retain? Like, what, 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 what would you say is next for Brock until you can do that Drew McIntyre match? Considering that WWE is going to continue taping, which I don't know how they are like at all, but I, I feel like they're gonna find a way, some way, somehow. What, like, what, what would you say is next for Brock? Would you think you just keep him on TV as a whole until you um, know, like August or something? What you could do is you could have him do like what I just said, where he screws Drew, Drew over with like a kick in the balls, and then you could have him because you know, like Drew went nuts on him on the stage at Raw, where he, uh, you know, on when the fans were still there, and he did like a load of claymores and hit him yeah. with a chair. You could have Brock kind of like punish him after the match maybe put like his leg in a in a chair or something and like injure him put him on the shelf in inverted commas till august and then you have him make like his big return to win the title at SummerSlam or something um in the meantime you could do an a i wouldn't be against like an aj styles feud or uh, i don't know like who else have we got? Real quick, one interesting idea, and I even saw Charlotte Fletcher. Bobby Lashley. That would, yeah, if, if they if they if they would ever do that, this would probably be the time. Like, cause you just need a place for. But I saw Charlotte Fletcher even tweeted out, and I know some ideas that WWE has sent to their uh, their survey, asking people would they mind if like people like watch WrestleMania like live, like like I'm talking about like you see the reactions of people watching live. Like as the matches are happening, yeah. yeah but I, 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 I think, I think the only reason, bro, because pe- people don't act. Some people don't act, like, behave at all. Yeah. It's like you, you, you watching the AJ Styles Undertaker match, and then you see like a like a AEW poster. <laughs> yeah. In one of the things, or somebody doing something crazy. Like I, I don't put a, I don't put nothing past the damn so Like somebody get up and show their ass cheeks on screen or something like. You, I'm telling you, bro. People are crazy. Yeah, pe- people are stupid. And they just like. <laughs> can, can, wait, can you imagine? Like, people like, just want to be famous for the wrong reasons as well. Can, can, you, can you imagine somebody like actually doing that live on the network? Yep. But that would be a clip that is going to last for the rest of time. Forever, ever. Forever, ever, ever. Yeah, I could imagine it. <laughs> people are dumb. Fuck. <laughs> they really are, but that that would be hilarious. I'm not gonna lie, I would laugh. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Just like rip off an AEW t-shirt and then flash their flash their ass. <laughs> <laughs> see it. No, you ain't know what's crazy though. Like I can really see that happening. Like seriously, what like, would be funny? Is you know like when they do like the big reveals where they have like a wrestler dress up as the cameraman and mm-hmm. then they slowly remove like a wig and then a hat and then it's revealed as like the bad guy or whatever. Is if you had someone like reacting on camera throughout the show and then in the main event they like slowly removed like a wig and their glasses and a fake nose and it was like Kenny Omega or like Nick Jackson or someone from AEW. That would be funny. That that would be ridiculous. I, I, you know, but I don't, I don't, even, I don't think Tony Khan would let that fly. No, like I, 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 I know, I know Tony Khan. He, he, he could get with anybody, but I'm pretty sure he, he, he wouldn't even go for something. Yeah, like he, that. Wouldn't, like, he wouldn't like. He wouldn't like, like it. He'd be like, don't, 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 don't be stupid. 
Like, don't do, don't do that. But uh, yeah, I I could definitely see something crazy like how we talked about before happening. Somebody doing something crazy on screen. But uh, Charlotte Flair, she did tweet out that she was thinking about setting up one of those, like for her personally, like people yeah. that want to. Yeah. So I don't think it's a bad idea, you know, get people watching. I, I I still don't think it's a bad idea to throw in a few wrestlers in the crowd from NXT that nobody's ever seen before and just have them cheer. I still don't like have them sit up far away from each other. Yeah, but, and you could do. I liked what AEW uh, did. I thought was very clever, where they had the wrestlers betting on the matches because I just thought that was a creative way to have people making noise, mm-hmm. and it gives a reason why they care about the outcome because they bet on it. Um, I'm telling you, bro, just a little bit of noise makes so much difference. Yeah, it does. It does make a. It makes a massive amount of difference. Um. So yeah, that's WrestleMania. Going two hours, bro. I know. I'm just, my legs starting to hurt now. So we're that, gonna, that, that, gonna that's a, that's a proper WrestleMania review right there. Two hours. Yeah, bro. Um, I'll be back next week to review. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. For, for sure. It's not as if we got anything else on, mate. Let's be honest. Kind uh, of where you have because you're working from home and yeah. uh, in, interviewing the people, but uh. uh uh, the, rest, only, the rest of us are just sat at home watching Netflix. Uh, only thing we could uh review. Um, that, that's it. Re- WrestleMania and Raw and NXT yeah. and AEW and, and and we and we've confirmed it's confirmed that we got AEW for the next couple months. So that's fantastic. I'm I'm very very happy about that. Like so, I mean, at least we know we got AEW. I mean. I think we got, NXT we got NXT, stuff to talk about. Yeah, I think NXT is gonna be taped through. Um at least for a few weeks. Yeah, at least for a few weeks, but AEW they set for like the next couple months. So sweet. Yeah, so we got some we got plenty of shows to come then. How, how about how, how about uh like you know, how about next week we do a review since that's a big show? Or we do two weeks from now, because that I think that's the episode when uh the AEW world title match and then we could review the TNT title tournament and then we could also review whichever takeover match is going to be on show in two weeks. I know the latter match is on next week and I'm pretty sure it's going to be another takeover match. Maybe we get Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream going head to head with Moxley and Hager. Yeah, could do. So what, do do the we'll review WrestleMania next week? Yeah. And then the week after that we can do the big with the two champ because like I I kind of think that's the route that NXT gonna go have the NXT championship go head to head with you know the AEW World Championship. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So be very then, interesting. And then we, and then we could do a review for that big episode since it's two world title matches. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, okay, so uh, you can find Andrew at uh, at ad Thompson underscore underscore on Twitter. And youtube.com slash Andrew Thompson interviews. Custom URL. Custom URL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me at acecast underscore nation, youtube.com slash ace podcast nation, and uh, all the usual places Facebook, Instagram, and a like. Andrew, thank you for joining me, my friend. I appreciate you. Man, any time you're the GOAT. One of my dudes. Always love seeing your content. You're killing it. 
keep killing it, bro. I'm proud of you putting all this content. Proud of you going to channel, working hard, busting your ass. Great dad. Man, take care of the fam. Cardiff, Cardiff original. So sad y'all won't be getting another takeover. Because it's going to be NXT UK takeover America one of these yeah. days. They're going to bring a UK takeover <laughs> to, to America. Oh, did you hear oh, about sure. uh, so so Triple H did it real quick. Triple H did an interview. I think it was with Pat McAfee and he said that as far as NXT UK, because you know they, they, they running out of television and they got like two weeks of television left because you know they were leading up to take over Dublin. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, and he said that because like everybody's on lockdown in the UK for the most part, like is he can't come there and film anything. So he was like, every week they're still going to put out some on the network. Like he'll probably have people like shoot promos and they'll do like highlight packages. But he was like, NXT UK is going to keep airing every week, like until, like regardless of what happens. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Like I, honestly, yeah. honestly, I would I would probably like air like that little Target twenty four that they they did Tyler Bate and Walter. Like just to show it, because I think that was really good. Yeah, they could, they could, they they got plenty of content which they could probably use. I don't know why they don't do some, um, like live watch along type thing of old shows with their with the wrestlers. Bro, I'm t- bro. That would be like so. No, m- m- did you see the? They they actually did something interesting. Uh, did you see when they did the Dream Match Mania on YouTube? No. Bro, it's on it's on WWE YouTube. It is hilarious. Like they so they they boot they started up WWE 2K20 and they had the wrestlers uh commentate matches of themselves. Like it, it was one with so they did Big E versus Goldberg in WWE 2K20, right? And they had Big E and Kofi commentating the match and Goldberg beat Big E with the jackhammer, bro. It was Big E's uh, reaction was hilarious. Like they so Goldberg lifted him up for the jackhammer, and when he hit, when he hit him with it, Kofi and Biggie were like, "Easy kick out that too, easy kick out," and then he didn't kick out, and Biggie was like, "Y'all done called me on my day off for this foolishness, and I lose." <laughs> like it was, and then Sasha Banks uh did one with Trish Stratus, um Roman Reigns, uh, the, no the Usos commentated a Roman Reigns match, uh I think the Miz commentated a match, uh. It, it, it was it was it, it was fun. It was a fun little stream, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It was a good time, like just entertainment wise, like having the wrestlers yeah. call, you know, call matches of themselves in a video game. It, it was hilarious. But that de- definitely go watch that big E one. Oh, what happened? Yeah, but definitely go watch that big E one if you get a chance. So that was cool. Yeah, man. Um, okay. Andrew. I appreciate you. I appreciate your kind words. And uh, I will speak to you next week. Yes, ready sir. for the WrestleMania review. Yes, sir. And, on, Mo- uh, on Monday, right? For shizzle. Let's do it. Um, I just have to work it around my live show. Yeah, just let me know. I'm down. I'll be um, uh, available all day. So, you know. We could do it at a similar time to this, just maybe a little bit earlier. That's all. all right. Yeah, that's cool. Um, to the people who watch, download, thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Check out our previous shows and check out our WrestleMania review next week. And uh, shout out to Rob Wilkins for the Rob.
for the Photoshop. Shout out to Rob. Big Rob. That's the, the legend right there. The man. He is the hero. Podcast Network.